0: Here's your host, Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning. Welcome to Friday, Friday, Friday. Coming up: celebrity birthdays, this day in history, random facts, and which out of the candy cane do you eat first? We'll get to all that more coming up this hour. Plus, caught doing good features a crane operator saving a guy from a burning building, and how much would Kevin on Home Alone pay if he went to the store today and bought the very same items? Yeah, we'll get to that as well. Plus, a smart toilet catches on fire. All that coming up today brought to you by Thurman & Flanagan Attorneys at Law. Online at OzarkJustice.com or call 479-253-1234. And it is that time of morning for your celebrity birthdays here for Friday, December 8, 2023. Tanner Buchanan, who plays Johnny's son Robbie Keene on Cobra Kai, is 25. Dwight Howard. The center for the L.A. Lakers, 38. Sam Hunt, country singer, 39. Mickey, uh, Nicki Minaj is 41. Retired quarterback Philip Rivers is 42. Dominic Monahan, who played Charlie on Lost, is 47. Corey Taylor from the rock group Slipknot and Stone Sour is 50. Sinead O'Connor, 57. Terry Hatcher, well, she died, didn't she? Did she die? She did. Yeah, she died. Wow. Okay. Terry Hatcher, 59. Mary uh, Marty Friedman is 61. Ann Coulter, 62. Phil Collin from Def Leppard, 66. P- Kim Basinger is 70. And today's National Brownie Day. And on this day in history... The United States entered World War II as Congress declared war on Japan in 1941. In 1952, I Love Lucy. A pregnancy was acknowledged on a TV show for the very first time. Okay. This is interesting. On uh, this date, 1963, 19-year-old Frank Sinatra Jr. was kidnapped from Hera's South Lodge in Lake Tahoe. After Frank Sr. paid a ransom of $240,000 in marked bills, police arrested two ex-classmates of Frank Jr.'s sister. It was discovered that Frank Sinatra Jr. cooperated with the abductors in their sinister plot. What is that about? We need to we need to know more about that. Uh, on this date 1980 John Lennon shot and killed outside the New York City apartment building the Dakota. Mark David Chapman, a formal men, uh, former mental patient who had earlier that day asked for and received John Lennon's autograph was arrested and convicted of the killing. Captain Kangaroo aired for the very first time on CBS on this date in 1984. Ozzy Osborne broke his collarbone and several ribs and almost died after crashing an ATV on his Buckinghamshire, England estate. Sharon, oh, I've crashed. Sharon. That happened on this date, in two thousand three. And the two thousand three U.S. Supreme Court ruling supported uh, supported a ruling to allow Rosa Parks to sue Outcast the. Rap group for using her name as the title of a song, and those are your celebrity birthdays and this day in history. Good morning, and it is that time of morning for your random facts. Yeah. The last verified person to have been born in the 1800s died back in 2017 at the age of 117. She was an Italian woman named Emma Morano. Her mother and sisters. Also lived long lives. They asked this lady the secret to her longevity, and she said she ate three eggs a day, two raw, and one cooked. She liked pasta, minced meat, chocolate cookies, and the occasional homemade brandy, and above all, she thought positively about the future. That was her secret to longevity at 117 years old. Okay. Cool. The term midlife crisis was coined by a Canadian psychoanalyst in 1965, which means that the term is 58 years old and probably having its own midlife crisis right now. I thought midlife crisis, crises were like for in your 40s or something. Is that not what I'm having right now? I don't know. <laughs> Simon says has different names in many countries like Jacques. Jacques says in France, Teacher says in China, and the king commands in Norway. (laughs) The king commands, touch your nose. All right, and now touch your foot. Well, the king didn't say it. I'm just imagining how it would go. Teacher says. All right, uh, Minnesota has not gone to a Republican presidential candidate since Nixon in 1972. No other state has gone that long mainly because the other 49 all went for Reagan that year. And finally when Levi started selling jeans in the 1870s they called them waist overalls. Waist overalls. Now you know, those are your random facts. Good morning. Good morning, happy Friday to you. Lots of candy canes out and about right now. You never just you never know where you're going to get a free candy cane or just buy some at the store. And now it's brought up a question that a lot of people have as far as the proper way to eat a candy cane the National Confectioners Association went out and asked 1500 Americans about their candy cane eating technique the most popular way to eat a candy cane is the straight end first you go with a straight end first or the curved end like I said of us eat it the right way, the straight end first. Because you have a handle with the hooked end, the curved end. 28% go for that curved end first. 17% neither. They break it into pieces. Sounds like weirdos to me. 73% of us prefer classic peppermint candy cane. uh, 27% of us like the fun flavors. Did you know they actually have weird flavors now, like Bacon? That sounds pretty good. A bacon candy cane, mac and cheese, hot dogs, pickles, sardine flavored. Sardine flavored candy canes. That is disgusting. Anyway, the poll also asked about other types of holiday candy. Our favorite foil wrapped candies are chocolate Santas, chocolate coins, and chocolate snowmen. So, anyway, which end of the candy cane do you eat first? The curved end or the straight end? Let me know. 870 505 1518. Good morning. Ever caught someone doing a good job? Tell us about it. A crane operator in England is being called a hero after saving a man who was stuck on top of a burning skyscraper. Crane operator Glenn Edwards was able to maneuver a metal cage meant for holding people to the trapped man to help him escape. This is the dramatic audio from people on the street watching and recording the rescue. (laughs) He's obviously trying to get it open. Oh my God! In a second, there won't be nothing to open. He's trying to get in. He's getting in. He's in! He's in! Croakey! It is a good ending. Oh wow! It would be hard to it would be hard to drive that uh, operate the crane with everyone yelling at you. Get him! Get him! Hurry! Get him! Do it! That's what I'm trying to do, man. Anyway, uh, it all ended <laughs> in a good way. The guy rescued. The guy on top of the burning skyscraper with the crane, all is well. This guy, Glenn Edwards, is a hero. No doubt about it. No matter how many people yelled at him. If you got a good story out there, let us tell it. Email it to show at IkeWingate.com. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. Last week, police officers in Missouri were involved in a chase with a truck that was hauling a house. Officers were able to stop and arrest the driver. This is Sergeant Craven of the Excelsior Springs, Missouri Police Department, giving the play-by-play and color commentary of the chase. So we chased this truck down the road. He was going about 30 mile an hour. He was hauling his big old house. Looks like he's going to live in it. He was traveling all over the roadway. Thought he might have been drunk. We came up on him. We chased him real fast down the road. And then uh, we took him to jail like Excelsior does. Woo-wee. Wow, it's... Sounds like a joke, doesn't it? Anyway, uh, it's a real story. He was not hauling an actual mobile home trailer. Uh, It was a a temporary kind of camping trailer, right? Yes. And uh, the Excelsior Springs police caught him. You never know what you're going to see out there. A house hauling high-speed chase. That is Stranger Than Fiction, everybody. Good morning. Good morning to you. Hope you're having a fantastic Friday so far. Today's show brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, Attorneys at Law, online at ozarkjustice.com or call 479-253-1234. Well, we told you earlier in the week that Home Alone is the most rewatched holiday movie every year. Well, there's some other things on Home Alone that uh, when you watch it every year, you start to think, well, how would that translate to today's day and time, right? One of the things is some of the people, or some of the things, some of the items that he buys, okay? So in Home Alone, you remember when Kevin McAllister, obviously played by Macaulay Culkin, goes grocery shopping all by himself. He ends up owing $19.83. Remember, he's like, I have to buy the the something and the fabric softener, the milk and the fabric softener. Anyway, he goes and he buys the... Orange juice. He gives a dollar off coupon on the orange juice, right? This was back in 1990, by the way. Someone on TikTok has calculated now how much that Kevin would need to pay if he went shopping in 2023. It's more than 20 bucks. So on the shopping list is a frozen TV dinner. That's going to cost you $5. Loaf of Wonder Bread, $3. Frozen Mac and Cheese, three fifty. dollars Saran Wrap, four fifty. dollars a half gallon of milk at $4.60. Tide Laundry Detergent, that's $13. Bucks. That's not cheap. Toilet papers, eight bucks. Half gallon of orange juice, four dollars and fifty cents. A pack of plastic army men, that's nine bucks. And dryer sheets at $8.79. That brings the total in 2023 for Kevin McAllister to $63.73 plus tax. Plus tax. So you're looking at somewhere around $68. 68 bucks compared to 19 bucks. How long ago? 20 years ago? When was this? This was 1990. So we're 20, 20, uh, 33 years ago. 33 years ago, and it is triple, basically. And then some. And also, if you since the fact that he's in Chicago, buying the the food the the groceries, they would make him pay for grocery bags there. Um, so yeah, everything costs a lot of money now. Kevin McAllister, good morning. Good morning to you. Happy Friday. Hope you are having a great morning so far. Earlier this week, we told you that eighty-two percent of people said that they would be okay receiving previously owned gifts okay so if more and more people are giving used gifts the chances of you not liking it could go up it could so here are a few ways to say that you don't like a gift without being mean you get the gift you say this okay how about this one i know exactly where to put this thank you so much i know exactly where to put this okay uh they hand you the gift Great job wrapping after you open it. Yeah, it's a nice way to give a compliment, but not say that you hate the gift. You really shouldn't have. That's the old classic. I like the color. Another one. Oh my, how creative. Another way to not be mean when you get a gift you don't like. I didn't even know they made these. Not that you ever wanted to know that they were going to be made, but anyway. Uh, here's another one. I can tell you put a lot of thought into this. <laughs> or you could just keep it simple. Wow. And then, it's always nice to know how much I mean to you. I don't know, is that like a backhanded dig maybe? I don't know. And then the final way to tell, to respond when someone buys you something you don't like, instead of being mean, you can say, you just have to tell me where you got this. Like, specifically, where you got this. (laughs) Good morning. Good morning to you. You know, sometimes technology is not all it's cracked up to be. No pun intended. A Chinese man was barely able to get off of his smart toilet when it burst into flames. It burst into flames. We got some audio from the actual event. Okay, that's not, actual, uh, that's not actual real audio from the event. But nonetheless, we thought it'd be funny to play that, but it's a true story. This l- literally happened. A guy was barely able to get up from his smart toilet when it burst into flames. The cause of the incident has not been revealed, but the owner believes the toilet may have short-circuited. This is a very dangerous thing to have catch on fire. Let me tell you, there's just a lot of... Um, collateral damage that could happen here. Yes. Anyway, it looks uh it looks crazy. Literally <laughs> literally like where like where the water goes, there's just flames shooting out of the commode itself. Yeah. Anyway, that that's scary. Smart a smart toilet. A smart toilet. I don't know. It's it oh man, and at the end of it it's completely charred. It's just a black heap of metal. It looks like metal, right? I don't even think it's... Maybe it's porcelain. But there's a lot of components and things sticking out. And uh, uh, anyway, like I said, sometimes technology is not all that it's cracked up to be. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Friday. Hope you're having a great morning. Today's show brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, Attorneys at Law online at ozarkjustice.com or give them a call 479-253-1234 well most people probably wouldn't have a problem keeping an abandoned 20 dollar bill that they found in a parking lot they're probably not going to put in a ton of effort to find the owner but what if you found $1,000 someone out there with a online poll is asking people what they would do if they found one thousand dollars on the ground 47 percent of people say that they would just keep it especially if no one else is around women were slightly more likely to say that they would keep it than men women are more likely to keep the money than men what is up with that ladies they also broke it down by cities and found that the most honest city was jacksonville florida where 62% of people said that they would hand the money over. The other honest cities include L.A. Come on, how's that possible? Uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, that's believable, and Atlanta. The most dishonest cities out there, as long as, yeah, keeping it as dishonest, yeah. Detroit, Memphis, and New Orleans. And all three, just 38% of people said that they would hand it over. The next most dishonest was Baltimore. That's according to study fine. So what would you do if you found $1,000? Would you keep it or would you return it? You know what the right thing to do is, but what's the truthful thing that you would do? Let me know. 870-505-1518. Good morning. Hey, I want to tell you about another podcast I'm doing, one that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media, our government, and